Hello good people and welcome to the Brunswick Beer Collective. This is episode 2 of season 13. Uh, I can't believe I've just said season 13, but here we are. Um, I am Chris Shorten, with me is Paul Christoph. Howdy. With me is Ben Wilson. Thanks for having me back again, two weeks in a row. I know, I know. And And here is... And and with us is Carl Campbell, who will be drifting in and out. Just strutting into the scene. Yeah, like always. Yeah, he did literally strut. (laughs) Um, Very Mick Jagger-esque. Well, which gives you a good idea about the fact that, you know, we record in a bar and not in some sort of studio. Um... Cool. Be if we had a studio. Isn't it funny that those people that um, rocked up at the end of the last episode are still here? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It's a it's, week later. Jesus. Look, I mean, the alehouse is you know it, it's open at all hours these days. Um, who knows what's going on? But it's got a couch. It's got TVs. It's basically someone's living room. Yeah, exactly. Well, what we call it. Yeah, it's our living room. So we're recording at two a.m. <laughs> Although sadly it is to the point where that, um, uh, you know, my girlfriend, um, when we go past on the, tra- uh, on the tram, because you can go past my house and past the Isle house, and she goes, look, it's Chris, it's your house. And then like five minutes later, Chris, look, it's your other house. <laughs> Story checks out. Yeah, yeah. So the reason why we have all four of us here is because um, a couple of weeks ago, all four of us were in Perth. And this is, I know we've done, we've done a few episodes where we bring up Perth. It's usually like one of us has been over there on some sort of weird, strange adventure and met Oompa-Loompas and whatever. But this time I was there, along for the ride of the Oompa-Loompas. I mean, I wasn't quite myself, um, and that was partly because I had flown back in from, uh, from Indonesia a couple of days ago. And when I got in, I seemed to have... I can only assume had some sort of reaction to my malaria tablets and whatever it was around here, and then I was incredibly ill for the next three days. He but attempted I, to do a chi. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I struggled on through, and so you, you, to give you context, uh, there is a, a post on the BBC Instagram, and it shows uh, loads of uh, loads of really dark, cool beers, and then it shows a bottle of hydrolyte. Yes, a petition. <laughs> That was me. But let's wheel this back to what actually happened. So we were over in Perth and we were there for, well, primarily to watch the footy, right? Yeah, the, the original plan was to go over to check out Optus Stadium because yeah. of the Gage Roads contracts. We figured good excuse to finally get over to Perth. and Exactly. So other Kyle, mm. um, Kyle. We, tried, we tried to establish who was... Carl Kyle and who was other Kyle AD while we were in the Gage Roads box and we still couldn't quite come oh. to a definitive conclusion on this. Wait, wait, well, you've missed a step by the fact that... Wasn't it a fight to the death? Broken pork use? There's only one Kyle. The Gage Roads Kyle wasn't there. <laughs> I know. Yeah, where is Gage Roads Kyle now? <laughs> where is... Where, good question. Nobody's seen him for... I mean, we haven't seen him for ages, so we assume that he's living two buildings across from me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is there a lot of walking around so like, hey, you're, you're I'm Kyle, you're Kyle. Yeah, I see him pretty frequently in Collingwood. <laughs> <laughs> so, we were over there for that, which was, so Paul and Kyle, you guys were in the booth. Sorry, not the booth, the box. Although it would be nice if you were in a booth in the box. Well, that, yeah, that was a... Uh... Good fun. It was a. We stupidly had lunch before it because there was so much food. Yeah, the guys were like, "Ah, oh, have have food," and we're like, yeah, you're "Like, oh, we've oh. got a Sunday roast." You're like, 
We can't. Oh, shit. <laughs> we just had the uh, ten dollar burger at Dutch yeah. Trading Co. That the, 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 it was um, a good burger. I'll admit we're speaking in a very non-linear um, way to tell all these stories, but um, I don't want to have that burger again. I reckon half of that was uh, half of that was not cooked. No, it's meant to be like that. Really? Yeah, it's yeah. proper burgers are meant to be cooked. It's, it was rare. I'm pretty sure. It was a great burger. It could have been the fact that I was still half ill, yeah. but I, did, uh, I did, do remember looking at it and sort of thinking to myself, well, you know, I mean... I, I, I've seen cooked uh, things that are more cooked when I, you know, I bought the mince from Coles. No, no, it's but meant to be like that. Yeah, okay, so it was really good, yeah. <laughs> the double patties like that as well. No, it's not too yeah. extra. You just never look at it. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't last long enough to look at. That's probably Because of all the okay, cheese. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, I digress. Again, I see in the entirety of Perth through incredibly um, dehydrated eyes. Um, and not because I was drunk. So, we were over in Perth, and I guess I want to talk about Perth from my own perspective because everyone else had been to the places Yeah, well, Ben and I have spoken about Perth many times, but you two... Exactly. I mean... Yeah, that's... Can add your insights, um, I suppose. The last time... I think we figured it out. Like, basically, the last time we were both there was about 10 years oh. ago. Mm. Certainly long before our craft journeys had exactly. really begun. Much has changed. I mean, as I repeatedly pointed out, we we walked past that. <laughs> and though the problem was um, pointing out much has changed when you didn't know what it was before. Yeah, is complicated. <laughs> well, there was there was. <laughs> can't you see it? Chris? I was providing context at least for the first few beers, and then after a few beers, less. The more beers that were consumed, the less context that was <laughs> stuff provided. Was here, stuff was there. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So the place that um, we went to first when I was probably my sickest was uh, Caboose. Yes. And and Caboose, I think, is... I have no idea. It's Northbridge? Is it Northbridge? No, no. Mount Lawley. Uh-oh. Mount Lawley. Basically Northbridge. Um, <laughs> all Mount Lawley. Basically Northbridge. Yeah, well, uh, well, 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 it is next to Northbridge. I mean, nobody really counts Highgate as a suburb. Highgate's not a real suburb. So, Highgate's like Cremorne. Yeah, that's not a real suburb. It's, it's like Prince's Hill. So Highgate is, Highgate is Mount Lawley. It's <laughs> not a real suburb. <laughs> so I went to Caboose, and Caboose was kind of cool, other than the whole being dead to the world. And I didn't even finish my chicken burger. But Caboose is really you didn't cool. You finish your beer either. I know. Which was the. It was like a chocolate porter. Yeah, but you made it. Yeah, yeah. You got to see the news agency that I used to work at, that yeah. Miracles used to own. Or Mount Lawley News. The one with the fax machine. The one with the. A lot of people used to come in wanting to send faxes. <laughs> That's I'm not even making that up. That, that, that is a real thing that used to happen. It, it, it was pretty. Was... And they were often heading to the Scotsman afterwards because it'd be a lot of expats, <laughs> and you'd get a big um, UK expat community at the Scotsman, which is the bar at the front of Caboose. Yeah. So, see, I I did find um, strange and scary the fact that the bits that I drew, I'd specifically remembered from um, that area where the moment you the, said the, the fax machine. Yeah, the moment you said, "Oh, there's a news Oh, the fax machine does." <laughs> They had a fax machine. <laughs> um, so anyway, Caboose. And Caboose was really cool. Um, I Again, I had the chocolate porter from someone who I can't remember. Um, but, I can't remember what I had. Um, but in the meantime, Carl, you were on the other side of... Um, uh, you were on the other side of town. What did you find on that Friday? Uh, yeah, I was up in uh, Whit- Whitford. Whitford's. Yeah. 
which is a is, is so it interestingly is it basically Whitford, Northbridge? but the sub but the shopping center is called Whitford City but yeah. the suburbs Whitfords I've never understood typos I've never understood that and I'm from there and I don't get what <laughs> deal is with that <laughs> anyway you're in the suburb at Whitford which is basically Northbridge Whitford's. yeah and uh, went to their their Westfield which has a like insane setup food court but within that is a, a is Whitford Brewing Company which is a cool little setup to have like basically in a shopping centre how is that a thing? it's cool the beer the beers were like they had some interesting guest taps the, the their beers themselves were yeah not all that fantastic but are they are they young? yeah okay like I think that whole that's, setup that's is super like, new four or five yeah, months yeah. old. Okay. Same guys that have the Northbridge Brewing Company. Sweet. Uh, yeah, that was a cool thing to check out and like to have it located there getting it was pumping on a Friday night so it's definitely getting a good reaction from locals. Well done. Mm. And hopefully they can yeah, yeah they'll build as they grow like they're, they're going to develop their recipes and get better. So I'll be interested to check it out next time I'm there. There's a huge market there because there's not much, there's not really anything from a craft beer point of view around there. True. So if you, if you nail that, there's a huge market for it. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, that would have been that would have been cool. However, the real main event was a Saturday, and the Saturday was you know pub crawls because you know everyone needs pub crawls. Yeah. Um, hey, what was it? Ended up 15 hours. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yes. 12 till we'll Started at 12 and ended at 3.30. Yeah. So, so with... with For some. With, with, with my, um, uh, like, bag full of, um, um, like, pockets full of hydrolytes, um, hydrolytes and, you know, uh, those chemist um, jelly beans, um, uh, we went to, what was the first place I went to? Old Faithful. Old Faithful. Old Faithful, which was a barbecue place. Yes. Uh, which was... I quite enjoyed. I enjoyed it a lot. You, start, you, you held it down as well. I, well, that was, that was a great, great setup. Yeah, interestingly, it's, a, it's not just a, that thing. It's a barbecue restaurant, but then it's... Craft beer. Like, it's a craft mm. beer venue in its own right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. what, 12 taps for a, essentially a restaurant? That's yeah. insane. Like, a, I mean, it's, really, it's been opened in 2014, I believe. And they'd even paid for and the untapped. The fact untapped. that I've not been there is pretty mm. criminal, to be honest, given... Uh, I'd say it's very good. criminal. I'd, I'd say it's like, you know, convict style. Yeah, but no, it was um, it was really good. So it's funny, so I'm doing the write-up for the City Lane on Old Faithful. Again, it's stupid that I haven't been there earlier. But one of the reviews um, from one of the major uh, West Australian publications, is one of the complaints was that all the food came out and it wasn't piping hot. It's like, yeah, it's, it's American barbecue, low and slow. <laughs> It's never piping hot. No, and would you? You wouldn't want it. You claim to be a food journalist and may do a bit of research before writing a review. But um, but look, save that for the Brunswick Food Collective podcast. <laughs> um, uh, but that was a lot of that was a lot of really cool craft beer there. Yeah, they've um, it's um the guys that own it. They are the dudes behind Ezra Pound. Which oh, yeah. you've not been to, but you've been to. Yeah, so we were on our way there, 
Yeah. That was one of the catchphrases. So, the, so yeah. the old faithful guys are the yeah. other Sopran guys. So they, right, so, okay. that, so they're yeah, they no good drink. Mm. So it's no surprise that right. yeah, with barbecue, there was always going to be a good drink focus there. So after the awesomeness of Old Faithful, uh, we took a side quest, which I don't know whether it's an actual side quest, but um, of all places, we went to the bloody it's Belgian, Belgian beer, beer Cafe. Yeah, I was on route to the next venue. Mm. Yeah. So, well, why not? Yeah. I also told you the history of uh, Jim Kids Jim Kid Sporting. <laughs> yeah, learned a bit of Perth history there. You won't find you won't find anything about Jim Kid in the uh, tourist guides, but uh, who was? Yeah, and I think it was. Belgium Beer Day, like yeah. a day or two before. Yeah. Well, the Belgian Beer Cafe I find interesting. So it was the so there's a few of them around Australia. That was the first one. So I used to go there way back in the day. So with my mates back when I was at UWA, we'd um, on a Wednesday night we'd finish uni early. We'd go to the Belgian Beer Cafe, do the quack thing where you know you take your shoes off and put them in the basket. What? No, to get because people used to steal the glass in Belgium. So they oh. also it. And I pointed that out there as well. I said, look, they've still got the basket up there. So if you um, want the quack, you've got to put your shoes in the basket and they wheel them up. Um, so people don't steal glasses. Uh, I definitely, um, if you had told me that, I probably don't remember it. But I, I blame my illness. So I went there many times back in the days. That was, that was actually probably where I, I would say that is where I tried my first Belgian beer, um, Bellevue Creek. Hmm. And I remember when I first tried that beer, it blew my mind. I was like, because I did not like beer back in my uni days. And I tried Bellevue Creek and I'm like, wow, this is cherry. This is really cherries. I mean, I love cherries. This is fantastic, like amazing. So that was a bit of a revelation for me. And yeah, we'd have a few drinks there then go to a place called Carnegie's where they used to have half price cocktails. So as a uni student, half price Long Island iced teas on a Wednesday night, Fantastic. <laughs> Carnegie's is no longer Carnegie's, as I found out as well. It's now changed to something else. So is it, is it, like, a, is it like a bakery or something? It's a shame. Because they used to have a jukebox that played amazing like 80s and 90s hits. But anyway, Belgian so Beer Cafe. Bakery, they've, they've kind of evolved with the time of it. So they're not just... So they have a few crafty things. So like they have a few of the girls at Tilquin and... Yeah, I was, Lind- just, I was expecting it to be more yeah. you know, your classic Hugarden and... Yeah, Which is what it was, like I think, that. yeah, like 10 years ago, back in my uni days. So they've kind of, the fact they've done that, and also you can generally find a few taps that have got something from Feral or Mash on or Nail. So it's, um, yeah. they've kind of kept themselves relevant, which is, um, well, I'm surprised. It's the kind of venue that could be, you know, after 10 plus mm. years of operation, it could be a lot shitter than it is. Mm. Mm. They do it, they do enough to make it the kind of place that's, it's not a destination venue. Like, yeah, I wouldn't have taken you guys there. Oh, we've got to go to Belgian Beer Cafe. That on the way to something, mm. if you live there and, you know, after work, mates are like, let's go to Belgian Beer Cafe. But they've got enough stuff to be relevant and decent. I see the map. Which is, um, which is pretty good. But the place we were going on our way to, was that Bob's Bar? That was Bob's Bar. Bob's Bar. Which is, uh, so I should um, give the, you know, because we're flipping between perspectives here. Um, it wasn't. Uh, it was strangely. It, w- it was kind of like weirdly it, located. Yes, well, we I, did, I also, told you, I also told you the story about the pit where the BHP tower was yeah. and uh, well, West we, Australian and all that. Well, weirdly located, but also it's kind of like you, you know those zombie films, but like the day after, where the yeah. everywhere is completely dead. 
like there's no no people. That kind of freaked me out. I've well, yeah. been there a few times and it's always like that. Well, mainly because I'm there on, there on a Sunday. Yeah, that's the thing. So we're, that's the thing. We're, the very way, much, sure we're very much, um, you know, we're in mm. the, you know, right. west, the west end mm. of the CBD, which is similar to being in, well, similar to being the west mm. end of Melbourne CBD, to be honest. That's, it's all office towers. It's so all dead. Most, right. most of the good places in town, in that part of town, don't even open until 4 p.m. on Saturday because there are no people around. Mm. But it, it was it was odd. However, that's the kind of to, that's the kind of part. It's part of town you want to be going out on a Friday night. But once we got to Bob's Bar, Bob's Bar was fucking cool. Yeah, Bob's Bar's great. Yeah, they had their mystery growler that we didn't get. Did we? Yeah, it was it was a cool concept, but I always felt I was just like, it's gonna be something. I'm sure it was gonna be the KBS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a twenty dollars for two liters of KBS, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that kind of shocked me that they even had KBS on tap. Yeah. But also, the, uh, imagine getting a growler of that. Jesus. I, it'd be the sort of thing that you could be like, oh, that's cool, but also it could really ruin your day. You know? <laughs> oh, it's a really hot day. I'll get the mystery growler. Oh, it's two litres of KBS. And for some Fuck. reason, all start were wearing um, <laughs> Rabbitohs. Yeah, Rabbitohs. Yeah, Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs. Yeah. Which is just weird. Because so weird. Why? Not in Sydney. <laughs> no, you're not in Sydney. You're at a bar, which literally has like a big, you know, the West Australian. Like yeah. it's so strange. It was odd. Yeah, I'll let, I'll let them know. Yeah, <laughs> they almost refused your service. <laughs> so after that, the Bob's Bar was really cool. But after that, we went found a new, like a brand so new. This brewery. Okay. So I thought, you know, well. Yeah, there's nothing really here as such, mm. but you know, kind of be criminal. It's pretty criminal would be this close to Elizabeth Key and not show you guys there. Mm. So we're walking, walking there. We walk, walking around, and Carl points to the the old heritage, you know, brick building in the middle. It's like, does that say brew house? <laughs> we're like, well, yes. Well, yes, it does. <laughs> so we walk in there, and there's yeah, it's like a cafe, but mm. there's six tanks kind of on the mezzanine level it turns out it only opened literally like two weeks prior so yeah. there's nothing on the internet about it at all yeah that was the weird thing Go, yeah. like trying to find it and being like there is literally no information about this thing yeah. there's like two news articles yeah so it was so it was isle of voyage so i've mm. done a bit more research since <laughs> it was um isle of voyage was the thing so this this um brick building that that mm. was always there so before it was elizabeth k um, I also told you guys mm -hmm. how it used to just be a patch of grass, literally. But there was this heritage of the kiosk. So that kind of got relocated and mm. brick by brick was there. And it became Isle of Voyage Cafe. That really wasn't working. So it's been redone. So now there's kind of the, the playground. They're going to put a live music stage, uh, ping pong tables. And well, you had me a ping pong table. Cafe, a pizzeria and a brewery. So, well, I put it on the Perth, Perth Beer Snobs group and mm. most people in there were like, what, there's a new brewery? We didn't know about this. Yeah. And it was super new, so that was a really chance discovery. And thanks, Cole. Yeah, thanks, Cole. Yeah. Look, it's better than Eagle the option Island. of, oh, what was the other bar? The Revelry. Re yes. Revelry, and it's, it's market, market, <laughs> market price. Market price. <laughs> craft beer. Seasonal craft beer. <laughs> that was furfy. <laughs> Look, I'm glad we didn't go in there, though part of me wants to just go, uh, like, 
part of me regrets not going to um, there just to see, you know, just to ask, oh, what, what is the market price? What is the market price? Well, only seafood is never market price, right? It's the only thing I've ever seen is that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I feel like all of this is building up to where we actually ended up, which is based on that picture uh, we posted on Instagram, which was Petition. And Petition is a place that I... It's on one of those... It's on a lot of those lists of uh, best craft beer yeah, bars it's the whole, if you, in Australia. Yeah, people say, you know, if, if, if you go to Perth and there is only one craft beer mm. venue you can go to, Petition is... Without a doubt. And it lived up to that. Go to. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I remember Kyle saying, oh, Dark Beer Festival here. <laughs> so we didn't even <laughs> know. Like, we were just like, well, you've got to go to Petition because yeah. it's mm. always great. We'll, we'll, we'll go in for one or two drinks. And four hours later, we had, we had fourteen. Every, every, we had every beer on tap plus cans. I, I just like the like and... slow, like the, the fractional fractionization of the beers, where it's like, oh, you know, we're having like one each, and then you're like, oh, we'll, we'll get two, and we'll split mm-hmm. it between four glasses. And you're like, oh, now we'll get one, and we'll split it between four glasses. <laughs> yeah, but I do like how you guys. That's funny when we're at Bob's Bar and. You guys are like, oh yeah, you know, it's not the you know sunny Perth day we're expecting, but you know the weather's fine. I'm like, oh, but where are all the people? And I'm like, oh no, like I assure you, the reason there are no people is because yeah, one, we're in the sort of business area, which is not that busy on the weekends. But two, people in Perth are going to be home. They're going to think today is cold. And you guys are like, and then our friend meets us at Petition, who lives in Perth. The first thing he's like, oh, it's bloody cold today, isn't no, it? No, I believe it was bitterly, bitterly cold. Bitterly cold. <laughs> it, was like, it was like 18 degrees and, you know, intermittent, you know, sun and clouds. It was beautiful. I was in a t-shirt. It was, yeah. It was nice. But, um, yeah, Petition is, is fantastic. But it's, it really blew me away as a place, as a venue, as a craft beer destination, and the fact that they really had their shit together. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there three or four times now, and every time, it, you know, sometimes you get like, you, you go to a place and like, oh, that was really good, and you go back and it doesn't live up to expectations. You know, mm. oh, the tap list wasn't as good this time. By that point, every time told to your friends, exactly. Like, but their bottle and canvas, the canvas, every time I've been there, it gets better and better. Like yeah. oh, next time, I don't know what they're going to do <laughs> because like it's pretty hard to live up to to last time. Yeah, that's basically the venue. So when I go back and. I'm sort of just going back for family reasons or something and I've got a date of myself so I'm like, okay, I'll catch up with some mates. That's pretty much my general thing is I'm going to be at Petition from 2pm. Like, if you want to catch up, mm, that's where I'll be. It, 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 uh, and if you don't appear, I'll be still happy drinking yeah. here. Um, but I mean, the whole... There's another just similar to Bob's Bar and the whole West Australian thing, the whole... Um, sort of open, you know, empty um, pit for a while. I mean, petition, it was the GPA. Mm-hmm. And that was, um, yeah, for mm. as much as I can remember, that was empty. You'd always walk past it. It's just oh, this amazing heritage list of buildings, just empty and abandoned. I had a friend that went there, took some street photography of, you know, decaying staircases and just a fantastic building being gone to waste and it was an amazing development now it's you know it's a hotel there's a library next to it 
got petition mm. beer, but you've also got petition the kitchen. You've got petition mm. wine. The room. wine bar, yeah. Also, the, you've got a few the, other bars there. It's an amazing development. Like, and the hotel was like it's, it's a world world renowned one. Though. It's like six stars. Yeah, it's the most six like star it's, boutique hotel. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, really cool. But, so we did leave. We did leave petition. I'm not sure what happened after that. <laughs> So let's just, because I've just realized we're running low on time, um, and we have, I can see all the beers that we have to drink. Um, let's just quickly fast forward through where um, the other places we wound up in. So, yeah, so we went to Alfred's. Alfred's, Alfred's which really was cool. Also, so they've got amazing, um, that's where we like ran in, oh, well, oh, I went up to get a drink and was talking to someone and like, oh, I gotta go off to work. And then we go to Alfred's and ah, oh, there you are, <laughs> <laughs> on the bar. So yeah, yeah, Alfred's, really, Alfred's was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it used to be a record store, which is sad. And it's now a cool little bar. And yeah. after that, it was basically um, just Northbridge. Forgot to have dinner. Oh, so right next to Caboose. Yeah, <laughs> right next to Caboose <laughs> and Highgate. Um, so yes, forgot to have dinner. Had a few random things. I had left after Alfred's because uh, my sickness could no longer be contained by um, hydrolytes and. Um, um, chemist jelly beans yeah. Yeah. Well, we did shots at Alfred's you did that's right <laughs> with old mate from behind the bar yeah <laughs> I did shots with him later in the night as well <laughs> <laughs> he, he like turned up at one of the bars and was like okay yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> we did Alfred's we did um, Sneaky Tony's yeah we did uh, 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 oh yeah well, we can get into Sneaky Tony's for a while was that the no, one where we had to knock on the door? Yeah, there just was, yeah. no one was answering the door, and there was uh, other people there as well. Yeah, um, that was really cool. I really like that. And, uh, yeah, we got Dictator Rum. We got Dictator yeah. Rum. Yeah, Dictator Rum. Um, Alabama Song. Alabama having Song. A, uh, tea, having some tea. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's Juice Joint. Mm. Uh, yeah. Mechanics. Yeah, Mechanics was great. Dominion it's League. Like when you uh, crop dusted everybody. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, I admitted it. Um, uh, Dominion League. Dominion League. Which is cool. Yeah. And then um, after that, our yes. craft adventures pretty much ended. We went to the court and then, oh, yeah. and then Mint. <laughs> so all of this and stuff... I've been going to Mint since it was called Base. <laughs> where you, they were metal... It was the only place you could go for good deep house, but you had to get metal detected. So they don't have the metal detectors that they used to have. They used to be full-on like metal detectors. Like but it used to be way more intense. Like yeah. there would be shit going down there all the time. Back when it was base bar. So I'm I'm gonna wheel us back because we have a lot of beer to drink. Yeah. So So Perth was fun, but we have Perth beer to drink. So we're gonna reconvene in a few seconds or to you maybe, you know, ten seconds with more beer. We are back and we have three beers because we're doing the vertical tasting thing. Uh, we didn't have to Google this time around or look up the WikiHow article because I feel like we've, we've got this sorted. So, what the hell are we doing here? Oh, well, we you... have the uh, so Cheeky Monkey do their Silverback Stout annual release. So, I was for other reasons in Perth about three weeks prior to the Perth trip we've just been talking about. And uh, yeah, went to a place called Copper and Oak in Chewett Hill and found these 
Um, cheeky monkey. So their stout release, yeah. So they've got the silverback stout, but then they've also got the silverback, which is aged in spice rum barrels. Mm. And then they've got the silverback, which is aged in cab sav barrels. So... All the same beer. Yeah, all the same beer. So I'm loving stout. I had to get them and, yeah, it makes sense to sort of try them and um, side by side and see what the, um, see what the barrels do to the base stout. Right. I mean, it all sounds very technical for us, but I think we can manage it. I mean, I believe in us, or at least something resembling us. Always. Always. Like, uh, I mean, you can't really see, but I'm like, I'm hitting, hitting my heart, you know, in here, in here, or it could be a cerebral. Anyway, so this is the Cheeky Monkey. So, um, uh, I don't know, I've never seen these guys in um, Melbourne. I don't think you can get their beers outside of... You can, you get some of them here, but not, not many, but I've I remember seen them. I did a wine tour. Um, probably a couple of years ago now, and our last stop was Cheeky Monkey. Mm. I remember at the time they were like the beers were like so they pretty much had the brewery, but also had a winery as well. Mm. Um, so it was kind of the best of both worlds. You could go and you know, someone try wine, you can try beer at the same time. And I remember them being pretty good, but for I those think over the last couple of years, couple of years, Margaret River, sorry, yeah. I should say that. Yes, um, <laughs> details. It's just details. Yeah, details. Um, but yeah, I, f- I feel over the last couple of years, they've definitely developed a lot, and mm. now producing like pretty amazing stouts and, and IPAs. As yeah, well. whenever I go back home, they've always got an interesting seasonal. Yeah, I think they've just like sort of nail, tried to nail their core range, and now sort of stepping, you know, pushing the boundaries on the on the rest of it. Well, all right. Based on that, should we should we have a sip of all three? From memory, that's how all this works. That is how it works. Show me how to do it, Chris. All right. I'm going to start with the like the regular version. So it's just a yep, ten percent Russian Imperial Stout. And then I'm going to drink the next one, which is the spice Spice rum. And then the next one after that, which is the Cab Sat. Well, they are classified as a, as a microbrewery, which probably goes some way to say why we don't really see them mm. outside of WA. That's true, but you see gypsy breweries outside of... Mm. Outside of everywhere. But of course, you're a gypsy you can brew anyway, can't you? Good point. You're a traveller. Um, okay, so I've just... All right, first, first impressions on that first... Sip. It's because we've let it warm up a bit. It's so smooth. It's it's very woody. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. Um, which is look. I really enjoyed that first sip. It's a lot. Uh, it's not as um, heavy as I expected it to be. Um, but okay. What's the percentage we're doing? It doesn't taste like a ten percent. Ten percent. Yeah. Right. It right. still has a bit of body to it. Like it doesn't feel like a really big. Stout, yeah. but it still has a body to it, and, and but yeah, definitely doesn't taste mm, mm. what the ABV says. All right, uh, what about what about part two? Uh, this is the rum spiced, mm. which is well, you can really taste the yeah. spiced rum. Definitely taste the spices in it, like in a disturbing yeah. sort of uh, you know yeah. mulled wine sort of way. Yeah. I mean, it is a sort of it is a sort of thing where that you kind of 
um, you know, uh, uh, you know how you see a lot of beers where they talk about talk it up in their way. Yes, no, uh, th th this is this is aged in you know, um, fourteen year old moonshine uh, moonshine things, and you go, well, that's probably going to be the same as like a regular whiskey barrel or something. Yeah. But it is a genuine huge difference because it's a spice rum. So, all right, let's kick off the last one. And this is the the Cab Sav barreled. Yes. Which is a whole different beast again. Right. Mm. Um, it's really interesting to see how the difference is. at the... Um... But, it, I mean, I'm no expert on Cab Sav, but I do sense that they taste like wine. It does. It definitely, yeah, you definitely get the characteristics from it. I guess... I even, guess... The after, even the aftertaste, it does, like, taste mm. like wine. Um, you Which know, is... I think initially, the initial hit, you get a little bit yeah. of it, but as soon as you finish it, you do definitely get that wine, that wine flavour. It's really, yeah, that sort of, yeah, it's interesting. Well, I guess the obvious question is, um, and we'll get to what other people say about this in a second, but the obvious question is, all right, so we have um, uh, the first beer, I think is, I think is a really, really nice beer. I think it's, it's a, a... It's a great imperial stout. Like, it, it yeah. hits the mark, it's so smooth. Um, there's nothing to it like it sounds like in a bad way but there's nothing else to it. it's like it's just a good imperial mm. stout there's yeah. no like Text no other flavors yeah. they're trying to like put into it mm. it's just a really tasty imperial stout and I think they've hit like they've hit the mark you know I think everyone does now it's everyone like does a oh it's got vanilla it's got coffee it's got this and that and it's kind of nice to have mm. an imperial stout that's just done well yeah without anything else Wh um, which which leads to my next question Probably my favourite of the three. Doesn't need the X. To be honest. I think, yeah. Um, it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. And I'm probably going, like, Imperial Stout first and then going down mm. to the Cab Sav with the rum last, which kind of surprised me because well, I feel exactly like Exactly the same. Like, I, thought mm. I, I thought I'd be the rum, like rum Cab Sav. Yeah, normal. exactly. Yeah. Um, and not to say that the rum one isn't good. Hmm. But just the other two are done really well, and I, I think that, yeah, definitely get the wine coming through the third one, um, and you can taste the spices and the rest of it for, for the second one, but um, yeah, for me, this, this mm. is the OG. <laughs> OG. Alright, alright. Yeah, no, it's really good. Uh, what are people saying about Ooh. the first one? Yes. Nice. Let's have a look. Because um, hey? really, the only way we can do a proper vertical tasting review is by looking at what people said for other people are saying yes. it's only 97 check-ins for this so it's um, pretty pretty new yeah like I literally bought it so you got Kurt S no location a mighty fine stout yeah. and one was one was enough interestingly this bottle shop this was purchased at is uh, quite literally behind Australia's first ever Nando's whoa yeah well, I mean I do like Nando's Hello to anyone who runs social media in Nando's. There's some, uh, there's, some, there's some stats for you right there. The craft beer Nando's connection. Why don't Nando's and, you know, Copper and Oak and some random Western Australian brewery do a collaboration beer? Look, I, I, I would like to see as many um, collaboration beers as possible. That uh, would be a thing. Okay, so... Um, so, uh, yeah... What's what we were saying? So grape and grape and grain of selling it because uh, Phil L purchased the can at Grape and Grain. Um, didn't rate it or say anything about it. 
just checked it in. So, well, Ben Mack hasn't put where he got it from. Come on, like give us give us the location details. Yeah, so, no, so, so clearly, what we we're saying clearly it hasn't made its way over here. So, Jesse M at the Forages drop, uh, 4.25. Well, yeah, Ben, pretty, ben um, has had it, but he hasn't told us where it's from. So pretty solid effort. Only he's very slightly thin for a beer of this ABV, but flavours are on point. Well, I mean, that does bring up a good point. I mean, it is a ah, freaking 10% beer. It's obviously going Purchased to be... in Mitchell. Yeah, it's obviously, it's obviously over here. So mm. It's definitely made its way over here. Yeah. Um... Yeah, there's a lot of people checking in, not a lot of people commenting here. Dylan B, um, purchased at Celebrations Liquor in... He's just said Celebrations Liquor, it could be any of them. Uh, moving out Celebration oh, beer that ended up pairing well with a creamy steak pasta. I can definitely see this going well with carbs and steak. You've got Jeff E, the darkest, you know, no location as well, the darkest of dark chocolates. Purchased at Parry Place Cellars. He's given a five star. Now, he's obviously loving it. Are we got, still talking about the first one? Well, we've yes, got, we yeah, are. we've got Riley S who doesn't know Is what he's okay? talking about. Um, he's one of those annoying people that I alluded to on the last episode. Stouts are for those who love them. I don't. 2.5. Well, Mike, it's clearly not a 2.5 beer. You don't like stouts, but why be a dick? Don't be a dick. Good rule in life. It's very awkward. Riley, you're a dick. So Ben M at House of Hux 2. The Huxiting. <laughs> what the hell is that? I like, um, I like Ben M already. I'm going to look that up in a second. Still not as good as SBS 2013. SBS 2013. SBS 2013. What do you reckon? Silverback, I guess. Yeah, oh, mm. Silverback, yeah. Of course, yeah. Um, but the best of the, the you last few. You can tell that we've been drinking. Good balance. Pretty smooth with big roasty mocha flavours and a little vanilla. Yes, he's, Simon. he's Simon. Simon. He's put some effort. Good on you, Simon. <laughs> I reckon this might be the best yet. Open bracket. 2013 was previous champ. Closed bracket. Big bitter and roasty with a nice chocolate and dark fruit flavour. Great. Purchased at the Thirsty Camel Maddington. 4.25. It's not bad. Yeah, a lot of insight there. And just for the people who who are wondering where. Um, House of the uh, House of Hux Two, the Huxiting was. Uh, it's in a uh, Swansea Street, East Victoria Park. Vic Park. Yeah. So no. I guess Dutch Trading Cozy is local. Yeah. All right. Now, I think we need to move on to what people are saying about the. Let's do that. This is wrong. Let's move on to that. And I think while we're moving on to that, I just want to mention we didn't mention on our um, earlier thing because we were quote open quote running out of time aren't quite but um sauce <laughs> but um bright tank brewery mm. so after the um oh, of course yes. after free yeah. hawthorne game oh, yes. we went to I bright tank brewery in east perth yeah. which is a really great brewery and they had a bit of a incident on uh, the perth beer snobs group where someone commented on there and said basically like went there stuff truth like shit and kicked us out they were dicks wouldn't go there again better places mm. and after that person posted that comment on the group there was basically a barrage of people commenting about how they've only had great experiences at Bright Tank and the staff are awesome mm. and the manager of Bright Tank commented with a very respectful comment which basically made more people want to go to Bright Tank 
then the original, um, for lack of a better word, dickhead who commented in the first stage. And I think from our point of view, I think I speak for all of us when that was a great little venue. Like, awesome. I really like Bright Tank. I mean, who, who has a Nipah in their core range but also does it well? Yeah. And just really friendly staff that yep. clearly gave a fuck um, about beers. And, and even in my terribly um, sick state, I was so happy to be at Bright Tank. Yeah. Yeah, like, so a really cool space, and, yeah, like, one of the places where I'm yeah. at. The fact that we found mm. that and the one on Elizabeth Key, basically, mm. two breweries that we did not know about. And that we they knocked it out of the park. Yeah, yeah really cool. And um, in that part of town where there's not really much going on, mm. um, apart from the Royal, really, which um, is also a great venue. Um, yeah. They're... Um, they're doing good things. But Dutch, and uh, look, I know we're sort of going off track a bit, but Dutch as well. We should what, mention, us going off track? Yeah. No. We, we mentioned we 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 the burger track. at Dutch. Yeah. But so, uh, it wasn't much else. Mm. But like the the du- uh, Dutch Trading Co. It's probably... Yeah. Their, like, their, their beer fridge was phenomenal. If you are, if you are being completely impartial, as far as craft beer in Perth goes, Petition is number one and Dutch is number two. Yeah. Like... But Dutch has a better better. Dutch has a better fridge selection. Well, Mm. a a more extensive beer selection. I went so better because Petition had some amazing beers in the fridge, and Um, and probably not as many. So, um, speaking of Perth Glory, Melbourne Victory is about to kick off. (laughs) (laughs) But not when you listen to this. But yeah, um, just thought we. Definitely to mention the bright thing. Yes, um, I think a lot of people actually got annoyed by that person's comment because they're. Mm. It's husband and wife that yeah. they basically quit their jobs, mm. went back to school, essentially to learn how to brew beer because they wanted to start their own brewery. And they're doing pretty good for a brewery that's not been around for that long. And the staff know the staff. Yeah. You know, like I'm wearing a shirt with a Wellington brewery on it, and you know, one of them said, "Oh, you know, I'm going there in a couple of weeks mm. and spent the next sort of ten, like five minutes just having a chat about." Different breweries are like, yeah, well, stuff you know, really like, like, I'm going there, like, oh, I really want to check this out. I was like, we should check it out, you know, um, heyday and all the rest of it. So, yeah, they, you know, it seems of like they've hired the right sort of people as well. Yeah, so it's kind so of surprising that you get that sort of comment. that place is going to be absolutely smashing it in the summer. Yeah, yeah, anyway, uh, what are we talking about? No, uh, good, good luck to Bright. <laughs> all right, uh, all right, uh, I would like, uh, okay, so Paul, if you can look up the rum based. Version. Okay. Ben, if you can look up the cab sad face. Saint C. Bit if an awkward relationship elements of the spiced rum to me like high alcohol brewing faults. 3.75. <laughs> um, well, at least we know that person has been drinking this beer. <laughs> yeah. okay. I mean, Chris M I just like because he's come up on the other ones and his avatar is Pickle Rick. He gave oh, Pickle Rick. And I mean, purchase that petition. Here we are. Karen A, also a petition. Um, with spice rum, baba, pineapple with you, whipped vanilla custard, my favourite of the silverbacks. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. 4.5. I got St. C, no location. This is for the, uh, the Cab Sab version. Mm. Um, better variant for, for me. The Cab Sab barrels have given it a bit more body and a creaminess, really tasting more. Brewers should use red wine. Um, I, I, I do agree with that. Yeah. Um, th- there is a different sort of body that comes from having the red wine thing. I don't think it's as good as the original, but... 
Dan P. Dan P. A comment which I probably agree with quite a lot. Uh, great to see Cheeky Monkey getting into Barrel Aged, but this needs longer to settle down. Rum too sharp will be better with age. 3.75. To me, that is a bang on comment. Yeah, and Chris, this is this is all on your lines. Uh, Nick S. No location. Um, prominent wine flavour. Beer takes a back seat to the wine. Prefer the normal version, but very smooth drinking at main liquor and a three and a half. I like Ooh, this one. Yeah. Rob, Rob H. Are you you're doing the uh, rum as well? Or are you doing the Cap I'm doing the Rob H. At Jelly Beans Daycare, which I assume is his house because basically he's taken a photo of, he's got the can in his hand and in the background is his sink with what appears to be like two like very young children's drink bottles. Surprisingly rummy. Four point two five. Surprisingly. <laughs> and his mate, um, Paul T- and he's clearly mates with one of my mates because he's also checked in one of these things. I don't know the guy. Uh, Paul T. Will you be Kraken? Spelt like Kraken. Open another one. And Rob has responded straight onto the Cab Sab barrel version. Well, speaking of that, Rob H at Jelly Bean Daycare has said... Ah, wait, did you say Jelly Bean Daycare? Yeah, so, yeah, so... As you were. I can, really, I can really feel the, the wine blended into the beer and it's glorious. Wow. All right, all right, all right. Um, let us break down what we think about it. Well, now Carl can say something, because he's here. Come on, Carl, tell us yes. what you think of it. Carl, you... you literally said, walked in here as soon as I did someone walk through the front door. Oh no, out the front door. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I was going to get a beer, but there was no one behind the bar, so they must be closed. <laughs> Awkward. Um, so I've, I've just quickly run through them. And so, so 2018, he's on the 2018, just the, the normal. Yeah. Nice chocolatey malt build, really tasty. I'm, I'm speed doing this. <laughs> yeah. Speed drinking. Look, I, I, I like to say that Carl's a pro, you know. Yeah. The rest of us are just hacks with a microphone. Total hacks. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate hack. <laughs> that spice rum. Is it spice rum, that one? Spice rum, yeah. It is. Yeah, it's just picked up a nice little bit of the rum and that, like, that sort of spiced vanilla characteristic that you get from spiced rum. Mm-hmm. And now... Moving on yeah. to the, um, so this cab is the last one, is the, yep, the Cab Sab barrels. Hmm. Which changes things up, I think. Yeah, I need to go back to the original as a, <laughs> it's like, that, like right? a palate yeah, cleanser. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, you do. Because it, it, does, it does build on the... Yeah. Uh, for those playing at home, this is essentially uh, Kyle in like really, really fast motion. I'm <laughs> sipping loads of beers um, while endlessly looking at what's happening at the bar. Um, it's it's pretty impressive. Oh yeah, you do get heaps of the wine from that capstone yeah. barrel. Especially at the end. Yeah. Mm. It's also got a massive bit of warmth with this. What, what does it end up? Are you, are What's they all, the alcohol? Are they all, all, all ten? They're all ten, I yeah, believe. All ten. Yeah, Ish. Like, doing that in quick succession, my belly is now quite warm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, let's break this down. What do we think about each of them? Uh, let's start with let's start with the first one. Well, I, th- I'm, I still think it's my favourite one. Yep. I think it's just well done, um, really smooth, 
let it warm up and it's just hit the spot. A little bit of chocolate and tasting delicious. Are we rating? Uh, yeah. yeah, give me a yeah. rating. Um, I'm giving it a 4.25. It's one of the better, just oh. sort of standard yeah. um, Imperial Stouts that I've had in a little while. Well, um, I should agree with Ben. I started on a four, but I think we don't actually get that many people trying to perfect just a stock standard mm. Russian Imperial Stout anymore. Everyone's adding flavors and things, which I love, but I think they've actually really nailed getting a proper Russian Imperial Stout. I, and it's the best of three, which is what's really surprised me. Mm. I thought, by far, you know, I like those additions. I like, mm. I love spiced rum. I like red wine. I like additions of vanilla and chai spices and cacao. I like all that stuff. I always assume that the sort of base level stout is going to be the one that we'll I enjoy like, the yeah. least but with this it's I, I think it's maybe it's a matter of time where the other ones need a bit more yeah just a bit more time to mature and soak in some of those flavours but for me out of these three it's the base that actually just gets all the things right and is the best of the bunch real surprise for me and I'm oh, I'm also going to give it a 4.25 it really nails it uh, can It's hard to make a decision of such quick tasting. Look, we but it is it is a like a pretty impeccably made Russian Imperial. It's as Paul said, it's it's nice to see someone not trying to cover up because I think it's a bit easier to make a Imperial stout if you're going to be like, oh, cool. Well, the base beer isn't that great, but we're adding mm. like X X X and X, and that's just gonna that's gonna be the flavor where this I see it in all the other beers and it's the biggest biggest flavour in all of them amazing base beer and I yeah I agree I actually like it the best of the three right. uh, I obviously agree with all of that um, uh, I, although I wouldn't I enjoy it but I wouldn't give it more than 4.25 I would actually give it a 4 because I think it's Kind of, it's different, but it's on par with the uh, Southern Russian, but which I also gave four. But I wouldn't give it any more. Give it any more than that. No, I get that. It was. It was. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely in that in that range of the four to four point two five. But I, I, yeah. I think I think what I think it's it's funny. Like the Southern Russians are four, and this is a four point two five to us. Because yeah, side by side, they're. The beers are equally as good. I think the difference to me is that this isn't trying to be anything else. In man, it's as good as it is without trying to be anything else. Which is not anything I've encountered for several years, to be honest. Hmm. Alright, um, let's just quickly run through, uh, give us a star rating for the rum and the cab sack. Um They're both 3.75 to me. Um, the... Yeah, it's they. The beer's not as good. I would normally expect the variance to be higher. That's that's and normally expect it with um, with reason, and that's generally the way it happens. So mm. I don't know whether it's a matter of 
more aging is required or whether it's just that the base is so good that it doesn't need anything else. But yeah, I'm giving the other two 3.75s. So they don't hit. You know, the other two are like the two barrel age variants are beers that I enjoy. Like I would definitely drink them again, but it's, you know, they don't stand out amongst anything else. Whereas the core beer actually does, you know, yeah, it does, does things that make me think, yeah, this is, this is a great beer. So sweet. Yeah. I would, I would like to see them. I would love to see them take this base recipe and, you know, Coco Jambo the fuck out of it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I but, um, previous episode. So much cocoa jam. But but no, I I think they could do some really interesting things because they're obviously only doing barrel aging at the moment. Yeah, you know, with some certain flavor additions, the kind of things that I like. I mean, I'm talking, you know, coffee, cacao, you know, chai spices. I know nutmeg, cinnamon, vanilla, pecan, but pecan, but. <laughs> This the the ba- the base is certainly something they should be looking at whatever this year's recipe was and being like that's the we've nailed this now let's just blow yeah. twenty nineteen out of the park because yeah I'm I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with twenty nineteen but but, but, I, I, but I, I think they should do more than just barrel age but I think some of the, some of those like you're right that they probably need like have that in a year like have the spice rum in a year have the mm. Like yeah. the Cab Savannah year, and you may find it better than the original. Mm. Like I think maybe yeah. it still needs more time. Um, needs more time in the barrels. But for me, um, probably so I said it before, but I think the Cab Sav for me is a four. Um, I, I, I like the the aftertaste. You can definitely taste the wine. I kind of think it's really quite nice. Um, and then I agree with you. Three point seven five four is probably for the um, the spice the spice rum. I thought that would have been the best of the lot. Yeah, same. Carl? I'm, I'm like a, a bit torn about this. I, I'm tossing up between a 3.5 and a 3.75. Where I think they're good, but I don't really taste the barrel age. Like, it, to me, it more feels like it, when I taste them, it tastes like they've added spiced rum or cab sav to them. Mm. rather than aging it in a barrel and there's just no oakiness to it which is like if you is it the time in barrel well I think that's what we've been saying they need longer like it doesn't yeah because I I also feel they should be probably a bit smoother than they are Mm. they're still quality beers but yeah I think with a little experimenting they can make this an insane imperial like barrel aged imperial for next year because I've not done my research but from what I could tell from the comments it seems like this is the first year that they've tried to introduce barrel aging into Mm. this part of it depends on like when you actually can get those barrels like if they got those Mm. barrels and they're like well this is when we're planning to release them yeah I mean, fuck, they're based at I mean, Margaret River Brewery, so they've clearly got no mm. shortage of fantastic barrels that they could get access to. Mm. There's a lot of potential here. But also, like, there's to... a shitload of distilleries. Yes. It wouldn't there's... be hard to get some, like, probably mm. wouldn't be that hard to get some whiskey barrels down. Yeah. 
I feel like whiskey would work better here. Um, I'm not a fan of the two. Uh, I'm going 3.5 for both of them. Um, like the two, like the rum and the wine. I uh, There's too much, there's a lot of harshness to it. And it's just something that, um, whereas I drink the base beer and I think to myself, I really want to drink this again. Whereas I drink the other two and my first sort of is like, well, I will, I will sip it slowly. I and would drink it again, but yeah. I don't feel like I'd need to drink yes. it again. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's a weird thing. That, yeah. that harshness is there in the barrel-aged versions where it's not there, it's not mm. in yeah. there in the original. No, it's just which is not weird. the way yeah. it works normally. Like yeah. Usually it should be the other way around. I mean, the, origi- the original was kind of brilliant, but... Anyway, that's a complicated um, bit. So what is the final rating then? So uh, I think it's a... Uh, what did you rate yours? Your The the non-barrel uh, age? Oh, the non-barrels? I th- I'm, I'm with Chris. I'm 3.5. So it's for the, mm-hmm. let's go coin flips for both of them. Yeah. Well... Well, yeah, yeah. two 3.5s and two 3.75s. No, we get, no, we get the non-barrel aged. Uh, 3.75. No, we get 4.25 for the... Yeah, no, 4.25 for, for, for the non-barrel. Oh, sorry, yeah. the non, so the so non-barrel yeah. is the 4.25. 4.25, good. Alrighty. Uh, coin flip, please. So this on. is the uh, Cab Sav. Uh, Heads well, is 3.5, tails is 3.75. Alright. Well, I, went f- I went a 4 for the Cab Sav. Alright, uh, tails. So 3.75? Oh wait, you went 4, did you? Yeah. Oh. Okay, so the cap saves are 3.75 then. Yep. (laughs) And for the... For the rum? uh, It is heads. So the rum's 3.5? Right. Actually, no, I'm actually not disappointed that because I think the cab sab is better than yeah. The rum. I definitely think the cab sab is better than. All right, so three point five for the rum, three point seven five for the cab sab, four point two five for the base. That right. is that that that's actually a real. I don't think it's mm. ever happened in thirteen seasons of Runs and Beer Collective. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's really where the base yeah. beer has been the winner. It's bizarre. Do you, know what, it, do you know what it is though? I think I always go back to mouthfeel, but like. Imperial stout, you always it needs to be thick and like you know, sort of almost creamy in a way. And I feel like the other, like the two variations, don't don't have that. And that's what's missing. If you have a mm. 10 percent plus beer, you need that mouth feel. You need body. You need what body. is it? Be really interesting to um, maybe it's something we can do on a, on a future episode this season is get the guys on because it would be interesting to talk to them about the. If this is the first year they've done barrel aging, like how they went about yeah. it and yeah. the time, and I, I think it would be a very interesting thing to talk about the process because yeah. you think, you talk, you think about your classics and you're like, you know, what do you like about them? And that's um, well, a big thing for me is you you look at to get ten percent, you have to have a massive malt bill, and to not get huge body from that, it like is really weird. Like I had a had an imperial stat from a major major corporate brewery owned <laughs> craft brewery, and it was so thin. Like it tasted like a porter, but it was eleven percent. And I'm like, that doesn't whoa, that doesn't seem right. Like, yeah, I never seem to agree. Um, you sort of you, you get that ABV, you're sort of expecting. A sort of taste and a mouthfeel and yeah, body you to should, it. You should just get it through the virtue of certainly something we process. should discuss in a yes. future episode. So, <laughs> gentlemen, we need to finish up here. 
Uh, people are now walking off the tram, walking into the office, like, fuck, is this episode going to finish? Yes. Like, exactly. <laughs> yell at me for listening to this at the desk. About beer. So, uh, Cheeky Monkey, get in touch. Yeah, actually, get in touch. We would love to have you guys on an episode. To work know, at um, your Skype process. it or something, and Find I think we could talk more deal. about this. It would be really interesting. In the meantime, we have been the Brunswick Beer Collective, and the end of this very long episode... Uh, we have been Carl Campbell. Good day. Uh, we've been Ben Wilson. Thanks again. We've been Paul Christoph. See you next time. And we will talk to you all next week. Okay.